Thanks for joining us. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Welcome to the podcast. You are now tuned in to this episode of our podcast. Today we are going to interview some of the greatest and most influential minds in our field. And now, please welcome your host. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. In a historic move, the Bells of Rebbe announced the establishment of a new organization for former Haredim, both those who maintain a religious lifestyle and those who are not religious. The new organization, which is not a cure of group, has been dubbed Ahava Kedumim. It serves to maintain the connection to these people, deal with their concerns, and help them keep associated with their families. We're going live to Israel right now. And Shmili Feiner joined. He was a former member of the Bells of Hasidim, no longer part of the group, but he's embracing the new initiative of the Bells of Rebbe. Shmili Feiner, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Shavuot Tov. Well, good morning to you in Israel. So tell, tell us about yourself. You grew up as part of the Bells of Hasidim community. Tell us about your growing up and where you were. Then we'll look for where you are today. Um, so basically, I, I grew up Bells in the Chayde and the Yeshiva, and uh, I basically I left Bells around when I was 17 years old. So basically, my whole growing up life, I was I was raised in Bells, um, and then and then in, uh, when I was 17, 18 ish, I uh, I left. I know you know it wasn't in one day. I left Bells. Uh, took me like a, a year or two, and then I joined the army, and I started my own life. And so, so did you still maintain connections to the Belzer community? Did you maintain relations with your family? How did they take the fact that you joined the army, you weren't part of the community anymore? Uh, basically, my family, uh, my family wasn't really, uh, they wasn't happy about that. Obviously, but uh, they they didn't uh, like uh, throw me out of the house or whatever. They 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 uh, they still gave me love and and I, I still I was still part of the family. And about your question about the the community about bells, I wasn't really in touch with anyone until this organization started. Like no friends, no, just my family, my what my family. You- did you have friends while you were the 17 years? You must have had friends in the community. Oh, yeah, I had friends, but I, I wasn't really in touch with them. I don't know, like, you know, life. I, di- I didn't mean, no one, like, was against me or no one, uh, just the the whole uh, process of life, you know. No one uh, was, was trying really to call me and uh, be in touch with me. And, uh, you know, when you're... When I when I joined the army, so I switched phones and whatever. So I wasn't really in touch with anyone. You wanted to you wanted to cut off relations, I guess, with your former life. You were looking to a new life. It uh, like. Not on purpose. I mean, it wasn't really. I didn't think about it. It just happened. Now you have brothers and sisters. Yeah, I actually have a, a brother that wasn't on this uh, massa as well. And an older, younger one? 
uh, younger. I'm I'm uh, I'm the behold. And so he followed in your footsteps. Uh, you can say that, yeah. Okay. So we have to. So now you left the community. So mm-hmm. now tell us what I found amazing, and I know the Bells of Rebbe has been very. Uh, he's been very, I think, innovative. First of all, he has a television station in Israel, which is popular, which which is a Higdabrut. And now yeah. um, I understand he has this new initiative that I mentioned about a new organization for former Haredim, which is not a Kiru. He's not looking to get you back, but he's looking to maintain a connection with that. So how did you hear about it? And tell us about the organization. How did this whole, how did this whole organization come about as far as what you know? Okay, so I can tell you from my experience, um, basically like around uh, six to seven months ago, uh, someone uh, contacted me and it was like, uh, I want to talk to you about something, about uh, someone wants to regroup. and he didn't say anything about uh, the Bezarebi or whatever. He said just he wants to meet me, okay? Uh said, so, okay, whatever. So I met him in a coffee. I want a coffee, yeah. And uh, then he, he, he said, uh, he started to say the old details. The, the Bezarebi wants to uh, do an organization uh, and uh, to regroup all the people that left uh, Bez, uh, um and um, I will tell you what I felt in the beginning. I, I wasn't. I wasn't really. I didn't really believe. I was very, very uh, uh, skeptical about that. Um, I can tell you that me and uh, we went there like around like thirty, thirty people, something like that. Most of us we didn't uh, we didn't believe until we were actually there. When we saw actually that the whole purpose of this. Organization is not so to master Bichivizan. It's not like it's it's just to to reconnect with us, to help us and uh, everything we're going through in life. And uh, from my opinion, it's amazing. So, in other you found they weren't looking to get you back to become a Belzechus, and they just wanted to maintain a relationship with you, just to give love. To That's give it. Love. That's it. And from what I understand, the, the, what triggered the, the Belzer Rebbe found this organization involved a tragic case where a former member of the Belzer community took his own life after his parents and the community broke off relations with him, and that triggered the establishment of the organization. As the Rebbe understood, that breaking off relations is not the solution of those who leave religious practices and embark on a new path. You have, is there, you have any idea how many people left the Belzer Hasidus? And, and part of this new organization? Um, I don't really know the number, but uh, I, I mean, the all organization started just in uh, the people that left uh, the, the Belzer community in Israel. Obviously, there is a lot of uh, Belzer communities around the world. Uh, I, I don't know how much uh, there is... Uh, and all around the world, but uh, and basically, and also, I wanna I wanna comment on the first thing you said. Uh, the trigger uh, that people are saying about uh, the the brother that took his life 
Oh, I don't know anything about it. This was the trigger to to uh, on this starting on this organization. But uh, this is what people say. But I don't know anything about it, so I can't really say anything about it. So I'm just reporting what the media news reports had about it. So I I know I know, but uh, I don't I, I don't think know, this is no the, the the reason. Um, that's it. So explain to me, so how often do you get together? Are you forming relationships with some of the former Hasidim of the Belzer community? When you say they're not looking to McCarve you to get you back to become a Belzer Hasid, so what do you do when you get together? Uh, so what do we do? Um, basically, we, the first thing we did that we went to Europe, right? We went to... Uh, the, the the first thing that the uh, the Belzer wanted like to get us together and to connect each other like the whole group. So we we, we went to to Europe. The, the first couple of days we, we just connected uh, to each other. We went uh, to Prague, then we went to to Poland, and we went to uh, to a lot of uh, traditional uh, uh, Jewish places and. Uh, uh, and we and we did a lot of um, of uh, singing and talking and you know. But did they, they, was there was there davening, for example? Was there? Um, no, I'm just trying I to get a handle what the, what the religious environment was like. Okay, so the uh, the religious environment was like that. Whoever wanted to daven, he davened. There was no forcing nothing. Like I tell you from my experience, uh, no one was forcing me to like. Uh, okay, good morning. Put on film. I must get an yeshiva. It wasn't like that. No, not at all. It was like whoever wanted daven, daven. They did minyanim. I mean, whoever wants to daven, daven. But they didn't force anything. Um, and uh, on Shabbos we went to to Bells. To you know the the town, the village, the town. Yeah. So the the reason we went there was the the Belzer Rabbi uh, wanted to uh, want us to 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 connect to the you know to the to, to the, the first of the first of the uh, the Belzer tradition and what and was for us it was amazing. It wasn't in a religious way, just to connect to the Nashumer, you know. Um, um, it was uh, for me. It was very. It was amazing. And how many people are part of the initiative? You were. How many people went with you to Europe? What do you have? Other activities that are taking place. I'm just trying to get a handle as to how many people are involved. Um, how many people? Are, I think around fifty people, something like that. And how often do you get together? With the group. So after we went back, um, um, one of the of the people that the the Belzerabi, uh, called in from the beginning to start this uh, old organization. So he went to the Belzerabi after uh, a week, something like that, and he he, sh he showed them pictures and everything in uh, told them about all the all, all the things that we did and everything. And then the Belzerabi said, uh, "What what about if you continue this whole thing?" So, so uh, he said, uh, "I want I want you now to like to 
organize a, again uh, something here in Israel to regroup this old group and uh, basically wanted like this this to be like uh, something just not one time thing you know so uh, after uh, two weeks we regrouped together we we did uh, a dinner together uh, everyone talked about all all the all the feelings that he had of all, of all this uh, um, thing that we went to Europe and uh, and, and now we, we are talking basically every day and, and whoever needs some help or something with anything in life um, yeah, they're the help we can help each, help, help, help each other so, so which is interesting now where are you on the on the religious scale today because I know you said you left you became the army are you religious at all traditional how would you describe yourself I'm I'm I don't like I don't really like titles but uh, on the on the if if people will ask me I will say I'm 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 traditional you know I'm I'm a good Jew Oh nobody <laughs> says you're not a good Jew about just one because you came from one lifestyle and obviously you're not living that lifestyle you grew up to in the first 17 years of your life Yeah Now have you ever met the Belzarebi if I ever met about the Rebbe, yeah, I met him, but not 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 uh, on my on my new look, not really. Uh-huh. Now I'm just curious: Are there any plans for the Bells of Rebbe to get together with members such as yourself, who former members who are now part of this new organization? Um, I think I think so. I don't really know, but I'm, I'm I hope so. I really want to. And do you ever envision yourself going back to becoming Hasidish, to be part, whether it's Bells or any other group? Is that part of uh, your... I, I don't think so, no. No. But you're happy just to maintain the connections, the relationship, not just with your yeah. family, which is nice to see your family still connects with you, but other members of the yeah. community. Yeah, yeah. Now, has this organization opened the door where you can even get together with some of your old friends that are still part of the community? Um... I I don't I I don't really know, but I I don't think it's gonna be an issue if I want to. Like okay. I didn't really try, but uh-huh. no, it just seems that there's an opening of the door, and it's it's a healthy thing where you're not being shunned, and other members who left not being shunned, they're embraced, saying even though you're not living the lifestyle that you grew up with, we still want to, we still love you, and we still want you to be part of us, and we want to be part of you. Yeah, yeah. Basically, this is this is the whole goal of this organization. Did it surprise you? Uh, I don't, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a special thing. It, I I think it's it's something that wasn't. Uh, I I think it's the first time that uh, a, a rabbi of a big community in and uh, and the Haredish uh, community that is doing a, a thing like that. So of course, it surprised me. Anyway, uh, Shmuel, fine. Thank you for being with us. Continue. You know, I hope that the relationships grow and prosper, and thank you for sharing that with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. My pleasure. Hey, this is Alan Dershowitz, um, inviting you to tune in to The Dersh Show. The Dersh Show, where we discuss the most important issues of the day. You know, The Dersh Show, all that's missing is the wits, and that's what I need you for, to provide the wits. We broadcast Monday through Thursday evenings at 11 p.m., courtesy of Rumble on WVIP.
P93.5 FM HD2, TalkLineNetwork.com, and our 24-hour listening line at 641-793-0382. Please join us on The Dirt Show to really get a grasp of what's going on in our world today, and you'll hear it directly from me through my lens, which you know is always going to be your lens. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community. For continuous Jewish programs, talklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the talklinenetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.